Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, we will be learning about the Citizens for Astoria, Oregon. It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization, a little over a year old, year, about a year and a half old. And my guest today to talk about the Citizens for Astoria, Oregon and their desire to create a public gathering space in Heritage Square in downtown Astoria, Oregon. Um, and my guests are executive board member of Citizens for Astoria, Oregon, Ed Overbay. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. And we also have uh, Citizens for Astoria, Oregon board member, Ted Osborne. Good morning, Ted. Good morning. I'm so glad both of you are here. And uh, before we begin talking about your nonprofit organization and Heritage Square, Let's learn a little bit about each of you. Now, many people may know Ed Overbay as for his high-end, beautiful custom woodworking. And he's lived in Astoria since 1969. So tell us more about Ed Overbay, please, Ed. Well, I'm a, uh, compared to some people, I'm a recent transplant move, moving here in 1969. So I've, I've almost got my web feet by now. Uh, I, I love this town and uh, I've always been interested in public spaces here. I served 12 years on the Astoria Parks Board uh, to help resolve a lot of our ongoing uh, issues with public spaces. And this, uh, this Heritage Square is, I think, the, the ultimate public space for this town. And I think it will have a tremendously positive impact on the, the entire town. Well, we know that town squares and public squares, you know, have been part of, you know, civilizations, plazas, all of that for years. And so we'll find out more about that. But Ed, in your business, you're seeing a lot of growth. There are people moving and there's probably a lot more uh, demand for your services as a custom woodworker in some of these incredible old houses we have here, right? Well, uh, we we do a lot of things here at the shop. We do a lot of uh, we do a lot of remodeling. We do a lot of furniture building. We do a lot of staircase building. We do a lot of cabinetry, uh, kitchens, and that kind of thing. Um, we've we've always been, uh, as I like to say, busier than we know how to be. So uh, the the shop is a happy place. Well, that's great, and I also want to give a shout out to your wife. Janine, who uh, was one of the first galleries, we talked a little bit about art galleries. I mean, River Sea is such a um, um, a fabulous resource, a fabulous gallery here in uh, Astoria. And so she's been part of the community for a, a long time doing that as well. Um, mm -hmm. Ted Osborne, retired architect, please tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I My wife and I retired uh, Back in 2008, from a, a firm in, I was head of firm in uh, Southern California. We came up along the coast to look for a place to retire, and something felt really, really good about Astoria. And we just said, let's pick Astoria. So we came in 2008, uh, built a house. Um, as I was looking to find a contractor, because I knew nobody in Astoria, there was a guy sitting on a bench next to me outside of Rosemary Johnson's office for plan check and it was Ed Overbay and so, so Ed Overbay built my new house 
which we've enjoyed uh, since 2009. Uh, I've been involved uh, with many organizations within the town and as a volunteer since I did that. Uh, we developed a, a building that is now the home of Gaetano's Italian Delicatessen in 2011 to 14. Uh, proud of that. And uh, I'm now very much involved in the 1015 Theater downtown, um, the storefront Black Box Theater, and just uh, have gotten very much into Astoria and, and enjoyed all of our time here. Well, it's certainly, Astoria is unique, and I mean, truly, in the uh, number of volunteers, the people who, who create and uh, continue to um, to help Astoria thrive in so many ways and could not happen without passionate, dedicated people who really care about the sense of place and the character and, uh, and how Astoria grows as it will and develops. So um, this organization, Citizens for Astoria, Oregon, uh, focusing on public spaces and right at the moment, it's Heritage Square. Um, let's talk about why your organization was formed, which will then lead us into talking about the history of Heritage Square and why you exist and what your focus is. Well, I, I let me let me answer that. I think I think uh, we had back in 2003, the city made a commitment to the people to develop Heritage Square as a public gathering place. Maybe and we I can think, tell people where Heritage Square is, by the way, which we're just oh, assuming everyone knows. I'm sorry. Heritage Square is the block defined between Duane and Exchange and 11th and 12th. Where the Safeway, where Safeway used to be. You, the right, only safe the, the big pit, the hole right next to the Garden of Surging Waves. Right. Right. Okay. And, and, and when that became available, uh, it was it was understood that the city love would love to have a, a, a public square and the idea was that the property was obtained in order to make that happen and of course the first stage of its construction was with the opening of the garden of surging waves in 2014 and our group was interested in making sure that the new administration coming in uh, was very much reminded of that commitment and there's a very solid requirement by the folks of, of Astoria and try to get them to make a commitment to put that on their goals for 2023. And that basically is what has happened so far. Along the way, our group has said, we would love to be not only the catalyst for doing it, we would be the organization that would expand with the resources of, of the full membership of the town to develop it and, and manage it, operate it, and maintain it so that the city could enjoy the facility and everybody could have the wonder of the, of the facility without drawing needlessly on the city resources. Right, so much like this, the um, Friends of Astoria column and their arrangement with the city of Astoria. That's what I understand. Yes. Um, so the history of Heritage Square, it's pretty, um, there have been so many ideas and 
and projects proposed and all of that. So, so we start with the city of Astoria acquiring the property from Safeway in 2003. And then over the years, let's, let's give people a little timeline on what happened and how we now come to this point at, in 2023 where um, it still exists as it was. Um, so there were many ideas. I know that um, Ed explained to me when we had a conversation yesterday that, uh, that it is a really actually difficult piece of property to build on anyway. But let's talk about some of the ideas that have happened. What's happened over the years with Heritage Square from the time when the city bought it, then it was envisioned as this public space, the Garden of Surgery ways happened, and then what happened? Well, when the city when the city bought it, uh, the city was able to acquire it through a loan from the state that was predicated on it being a public space, and and then the city conducted a number of of, of outreach uh, initiatives, uh, gathering community input. Uh, there was um, there was a good deal of excitement about finally developing a public space downtown, and but the question was well, how to pay for it. And so various options over the years were explored, such as uh, at the, uh, around that time, Classic Community College was exploring a downtown urban campus concept. Uh, and one of the notions was to vacate the American Legion building and build a campus there with the public space. So the public space would happen uh, piggybacking on this, uh, what would have been a, a bond measure funded uh, project. Uh, that, that didn't work. That was, uh, that was voted down you know, through various uh, uh, bond measures that were put before the public. And so the college eventually found other solutions, basically grassroots solutions to uh, simply stay where they were and remodel where they were. Uh, another option that was that was uh, thoroughly explored was uh, putting the library there. A again, the public space would piggyback on that on that bond measure funded project. Uh, so that that didn't work, and ultimately the the library found again a more organic solution to stay where they were and and remodel where they where they are. Uh, other notions such as public housing, uh, again that that was. Uh, the the city's the city's been trying to develop the site with money that it doesn't have, and so it's it's fine it's trying to find solutions uh, that would fund uh, some kind of an outcome there. Uh, ultimately, that didn't prove viable uh, because of the intrinsically steep costs of building right there for one thing, and then the prohibitive cost that was demanded of the city. Uh, in addition to subsidies uh, uh, provided by the federal government for affordable housing, I think I think that was going to end up requiring the city to cough up not only the property tax-free for 66 years, but other 34, 36 million dollars of public money. And so that was a, that was a no-go. And so we're back to ground one, where this is the most logical places for a public square. So what we decided, we took a different tack. We're not going to look for a bond measure funded 
solutions. We're not going to look for uh, anything that the, the private donations, grant money, corporate sponsorship. We will finance this organically. We're not going to float a, a bond measure. We think that this is uh, uh, entirely doable. We're going to take a, a clue from uh, the Nordic Park. This is what they did. They, they raised the money to build what they did. And uh, it's, it's a demonstrably uh, successful approach. Yeah. Right. And um, I'm, 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 I have to stop for a second here. Um, Nevada is the engineer. Is there static? We're, we're because I'm. The completion of the vision of, of the public school. Okay. Um, I feel like there's been a little static there. I guess the internet connection that you have, Ed, is is unfortunately uh, coming in and out. So I'm hoping everyone could catch what you just said. Um, there was some static there, but uh, we will uh, continue on talking about the idea that this space is, um, is uh, what you're looking at is a legacy project, uh, a, a community gathering spot, which would be used by uh, not only, you know, not other nonprofits groups, individuals, Sunday market, all of that, but, the reason that you came together, uh, this organization, was to begin this grassroots campaign in the community. And you have a website, which is citizensforastoriaoregon.org. Uh, and that has a lot of information on it. And you just made a presentation to Astoria City Council. Yes. And tell us about that, because that's kind of what you all did is you, 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 you looked at the history of Heritage Square and you said, now is the time this needs to be a public space as it was committed to being all those years ago. And so now you have started all the wheels turning and you have uh, a lot of community support, actually. Willis Van Dusen, who <laughs> a shout out to our former mayor who had a lot to do with Garden of Surgery. Who went well? He's and he was an, is an amazing uh, historian. Anyway, and um, so now you're trying to inform people of what you're doing, and you made a presentation to Astoria City Council because. Well, we're we're of course very anxious to talk to everybody about this because we're so excited about it, but we made the determination that that. We had to go and sort of deal and talk and get the city excited about it so that the city could come back and and sort of endorse us as the de developers of this. And then we would take our enthusiasm to everybody else in order to get the support and get the help that we're going to need in terms of, of time and, and, and skill set to build our team even bigger. Uh, so we're we're right in the process of of being uh, hopefully endorsed by the city who's doing their due diligence to find out exactly what our capabilities are before they turn it over to us we're a new group we have a lot of capability but the city is quite honestly kicking our tires to find out that we're the group that they want to entrust with this opportunity and i think it's going to happen and, and they seem to be very enthusiastic about it but they're doing their work. And so once we get that endorsement, 
uh, we're going to we're going to be going out asking everybody what they what they really want this space to do, how we can make it uh, conform to their desires, and also asking them for all, all for help to put volunteer hours with us. If they have legal capabilities, if they have marketing capabilities, if they have funding capabilities, because we're going to be a bigger team to actually get this done. Thank you. That's, that was a good explanation about that. And if you just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm Donna Quinn, your host. And today we're talking with uh, two board members of the Citizens for Astoria, Oregon, whose mission is to, um, well, we should talk, we'll talk about the mission statement, but it really, at this moment, they are focused on Heritage Square and developing that as a community gathering space. Um, and so my, get, my uh, guests today are executive board member of Citizens for Story Oregon, Ed Overbay, and uh, board member Ted Osborne. And we've been talking about the history of Heritage Square in downtown Astoria, why things have not happened there. There have been many ideas and uh, you know, developers coming in and, and, and housing is a separate issue, um, is what um, Ed uh, has told me that housing is a different issue the notions of a vibrant public square and housing needs are not mutually exclusive concepts and that many of your, your board members are working on housing solutions that, that is existing almost everywhere in, in the world today. Um, and what about the idea that this community gathering space could also be a challenge because of the homeless situation? Well, I think, I think we all, you know, we all recognize that we've got to uh, solve the, the homeless problem and therefore everybody that has a space uh, participates in understanding and looking for solutions to that. So we're going to start to develop our space with uh, understanding that, that homeless issues are being worked on by many and solutions will be developed. Uh, we'll try to uh, thing we can not to exacerbate the problem uh, but to be uh, to be aggressive in providing uh, wonderful spaces for as many people as we can, understanding that solutions are being done in parallel. Uh, we're going to try to make the design out of materials and systems that that are graffiti proof, that are hard to vandalize, uh, that are skateboard proof, uh, that that sort of thing, so that. Uh, we can be as careful on our own uh, not to exacerbate problems of, of maintenance and taking care. Um, we're hoping in the, in the couple of years it'll take us to develop this and come up with the right solutions uh, that more is done with taking adequate care for the homeless and giving them positive solutions. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um... And one of, uh, yes, it's, uh, um, there's one of the things that we think about too, of course, is how this will be designed. And there have been many surveys um, asking the public, asking Astorians, what do you want? What do you need? Nonprofit organizations who want to have events, local service organizations, businesses, and, and individuals, obviously. Um, and so uh, a public amphitheater has been talked about. So what um, 
Ted, are some of the ideas, because we talked a little bit yesterday about also rain, what, what happens when there's rain in Australia, occasionally there's rain here. Oh, it does, it does, okay. Um, we, you know, we, we put out a survey sort of to get a, an idea of the general activities that people would want. And, and there was a lot of support for an amphitheater. There's of course a lot of support for a, for a public plaza where, where people can gather. And, and then there's support for, for more solitary needs of benches and shade and, and other things. Uh, and so we're gonna try to come up with uh, with with a space that would allow for all of that, and then and then we want to find out from from the people and all the groups just what events they would they would want to hold there. There there be opportunities for music, for film, for dance. Uh, we even have a place in mind where wedding receptions would happen, and and an awful lot of selfies would be taken. Uh, so it's a matter of of having done enough design to sort of vet the amount of space it'll take to do the options we want. And then now we go out and make sure we check with, with as many people in as many organizations as possible. So if they have ideas of how they would use a square, we can, we can sort of fit them in and make them happen for them. And then we would design a sort of a, a first basic square design and then enhanced it over the years as people had even more and more ideas of wonderful things to do there. Right, and as as Ed was saying, there there are new developments with with uh, covers for rain, like flexible awnings and retractable roofs and all kinds of things, so that you know you could have an event there whether it was raining or whether there was sunshine, um, and that's that's important because. One of the things that you said too is that there is so much local talent that you don't need to, to, to bring in a bunch of experts so that you have many experts on the ground in Astoria. And so what right now your organization is wanting is to get this information out to the public that you exist. Um, I know you've written a couple of things that have been in the Daily Astorian at the beginning of May and, and have people visit your website, which is citizensforastoriaoregon.org and find out more information and be involved and, and uh, express what they're interested in seeing. And so at this point in time, uh, what do you want the, 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 uh, the community to know about your organization and where you are now and, and what the steps are to move forward? Well, where the moment we're at right now is we're inviting the public to talk to us and to start to understand and imagine what this could mean for every individual and every organization in the town. We, we're asking everybody to imagine what sort of events their organization might look to have there year after year after year. We're, we're asking people to imagine how, how they can take advantage of the fact that we have this wonderful downtown people-centric space where we can have all kinds of events. Uh, we're, we're trying to make it as flexible a space as we can to, to serve the many, many needs that a public space uh, would, would have demands on. And so, you know, we're looking for that input. We're looking for, we're looking for people, we're looking for the community to imagine how wonderful this can be and what it could mean to them as individuals and as an organization. 
and and that that community that grassroots driven uh information that we gather we will then work to synthesize that into the most the most uh flexible community driven uh space that we can we've you know our research tells us over and over again that the most successful public spaces are user defined so we're asking the users to help us out in 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 bringing their input their vision and how how their organization might enjoy and benefit from this uh the main thing that i would like to suggest to everybody is this creates opportunity opportunity for every organization for everybody from just a simple place to go have a have a cup of coffee uh, a quiet moment of, of reflection to opportunities for theater, for for uh, art festivals, for celebrations of all sorts. Our imagination is the only limit here. So uh, we're looking for we're looking for community input, and we're looking for talent to to beef up our team and our efforts. We're looking for skills. We have a this this town has a has, is deep in skill and talent, and we're looking to recruit some of that for this this legacy event we're we're looking to put something together here that future generations are going to look back and say well that generation got it right they did the right thing here look how wonderful this is well astoria certainly is um a walkable town and having a public gathering space and square seems a natural uh, and and as you say, Dwayne can be developed and all of that. So right now, it takes a group of passionate, committed people, just like with the Astoria column, um, to bring something like this into being. And so you're um, you're we're, we're waiting for the letter from the city of Astoria. You have uh, positive feelings about moving forward, and you're trying to gather now people to come visit your website. We only have a couple of minutes left. Any last things you'd like the listening audience to know? Yeah, I think I think we want to we want to make something that is very very much Astoria. Astoria mm -hmm. has a Astoria has a sort of design sense. Astoria has a we all sort of talk about its grittiness. So we want to work with materials that are local. We want to build it with local people. Uh, basically, everybody that's going to build this thing, we want them to go home to bed in us Astoria or Clatsop County at night. Uh, we don't want to bring in uh, uh, extra expensive talent from afar. We want to do it locally. We think we can. We have some ideas and we just want to get on with it. So thank you for this opportunity very much. Um, what a great time to be able to, to share comments with you and, and, and start to build the, build the enthusiasm that we know will come. Thank you very much. I think, yes, I think people have been um, there been wondering, like, what's going to happen? We've tried all these things, and now this is the time, this is the moment. So um, um, anything else? Uh, we're just one minute away here. <laughs> well, the thing that strikes me is uh, exactly 100 years ago, this town was very, very busy rebuilding itself after the Great Fire. And that generation left one hell of a legacy. And so my question is, is what are we going to do? And this seems like a very, very fine project to focus on. This should be our legacy. This is what our generation should leave behind. This is Excellent. the time. Thank you so much, both um, Ed and Ted. And again, more information at Citizens for Astoria. 
heritagesquare.org um, and you can be involved with Heritage Square, your Heritage Square. Um, thank you so much, Nevada, for being the engineer again today. Um, and also my local talented banjo um, instructor, my, my gratitude to Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. So until next month, uh, Talk of Our Towns is the first Thursday of each month at 9 a.m. Um, I hope that all of you throughout the day remember to stop and take a very deep breath. And we'll do that right now for just a few seconds. <sighs> Often we forget to breathe and it's such a powerful healing thing to do. So please uh, remember to focus on the things that are going well in your life with gratitude and um, give yourself compassionate and loving hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you, for doing the best you can, for being here now in this moment, the only moment that exists, the now moment on the amazing planet we call Earth.